RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's daily Star Trek news is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt and today is Wednesday, June 19th, 2019. On today's show, Alex Kurtzman gives a major new update on the state of the Star Trek franchise. Jonathan Frakes confirms that he's wrapped his block of Star Trek Picard and Alice Eve joins Star Trek Fleet Command. All that plus this week in Trek history, coming up next. Before we get into today's show, I want to point out that today, June 19th, marks the holiday Juneteenth. For those of you unaware, Juneteenth commemorates the emancipation of enslaved African Americans in the United States. June 19th, 1865, Two and a half years after the Emancipation Proclamation was the day that Union Army General Gordon Granger, having finally occupied Texas on behalf of the federal government just the day before, read aloud General Order 3 from a balcony in Galveston. The people of Texas are informed that in accordance with the proclamation from the Executive of the United States, all slaves are free. Up to that point, Texas had been one of the strongholds that the Emancipation Proclamation had failed to reach, while the American Civil War raged on. It was only after the surrender of Confederate General Robert E. Lee in April of 1865 that Union troops were finally able to occupy Texas and tell them about the proclamation that had freed them years before. If you're not familiar with the history and traditions of Juneteenth and why it is important to commemorate, I would encourage you to please visit Juneteenth.com to learn more. And now, on to the Star Trek news. Alex Kurtzman, executive producer and showrunner of Star Trek Discovery and head of the Star Trek franchise at CBS, sat down for a lengthy interview with Deadline's Crew Call podcast on Sunday. In the interview, he covered a wide range of topics, updating fans on the state of almost all of the new Star Trek development currently in the works. TrekCore.com did an excellent rundown of the interview, and I'll recap some of their highlights. First up, Star Trek Picard. Kurtzman said that Sir Patrick Stewart has been hands-on with the writing of the series. He called it a wonderful give-and-take collaboration, saying... I think we found a story that honors everything that people love about the character, but in ways that are not what you expect, and yet become more and more familiar as the show goes. And that's what's exciting. A lot has happened to Jean-Luc Picard in the intervening years since Nemesis. He's made choices that he's not necessarily feeling great about, and yet I think the audience will understand exactly why he made them. Talking about the third season of Discovery... Kurtzman revealed that they are writing episode 5 as we speak. He also mentioned that Erica Lippolt and Bo Yon Kim, who are writers on both Discovery and the new Section 31 show starring Michelle Yeoh, have started the story for the latter. 
Kurtzman said they are planning to start shooting the Section 31 show the second they're done with Discovery Season 3. Moving on now to the upcoming animated series, and Mike McMahon's show, Lower Decks, is coming along nicely. Kurtzman said, Mike's show is really for kids. I would say from 11 to 70. What I love so much about the way Mike is doing is planning things. What would typically be the A story on any normal Star Trek episode is happening in the background. No Trek show has ever really done that before. Contrast that to the new Hageman Brothers animated series for Nickelodeon. Kurtzman said it will be entirely different from Lower Decks, but that it could bring an entirely new energy to animated TV. He explained, Animation is in an incredible, glorious renaissance right now. Between Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which just blew everything open, and everything Pixar's been doing for so very long, I think what I'm excited about in the world of animation is to try all these different things to see what feels Trek. Kurtzman also discussed short treks. We were promised two new ones after Discovery ended, and Kurtzman confirmed that they're on their way. Plus another four that Trek Corps notes are likely to arrive in the run-up to Discovery Season 3. Two short treks will be animated, aimed more at kids. Kurtzman echoed his previous sentiment of trying things out with Trek, saying, What I love about the short treks is that they are an experimental training ground, a place to experiment with different things. Directors who we've never worked with before, tones we've never tried before. On the subject of the Star Trek franchise as a whole, Kurtzman took time to explain some of his strategy for the next five to ten years, and how he convinced CBS to invest in that longer-term strategy. He said, I went to CBS and I said, I think you have a universe here that is very underutilized, and a fan base that I think is hungry for a lot more. And I walked them through the plan of what I saw for the next five to ten years of Trek, He emphasized the need for the franchise to grow over time and focus on reaching a younger audience, while retaining existing fans. He said, If you really want Star Trek to reach people, then you've got to start young. We're definitely seeing just metric proof that the fanbase is growing, and it's growing younger, and yet we're keeping our current fans, and that's great. And of course, never one to end without a tease, Kurtzman did talk about the idea of a Pike and Spock spin-off show. He said, The idea of bringing Ethan Peck back, and Anson Mount, and Rebecca Romaine, and the Enterprise, I mean, we loved it so much, and to find a way to do that is definitely something we're thinking about. If you have an extra 42 minutes to spare, I highly recommend going and listening to the whole interview available on Deadline's Crew Call podcast. After several weeks of relative silence regarding Star Trek Picard, director Jonathan Frakes has confirmed that he's completed directing episodes 3 and 4. Yesterday, Frakes tweeted a picture of the Star Trek Picard logo and the message, thanks to the galaxy-class cast and crew of Star Trek Picard. That's a wrap. Earlier in the day, series writer Michael Shabon also posted a picture on Instagram of himself hugging a grinning Frakes, with the caption, In the embrace of the god of exuberance, 
He directed our second block, wrapped yesterday, and how we will miss him. Grand in every sense of the word. Frakes was due to direct episodes three and four of Star Trek Picard, following on from Hanel Culpepper, who directed the first two. No confirmation yet on when the remaining six episodes will be filming, or who will direct. A Star Trek veteran is joining the cast of Star Trek Fleet Command. A piece from comicbook.com highlights a new promotional video that actor Alice Eve published to her Instagram account yesterday. In it, she plays herself and her role from Star Trek Into Darkness, Dr. Carol Marcus. The caption read, Carol Marcus has just joined the recruits in Star Trek Fleet Command. Tap the link in my bio to download hashtag Star Trek. Star Trek Fleet Command is described as the first free-roaming multiplayer Star Trek experience to combine role-playing game-style progression and real-time battles with enemy ships, all on mobile devices. A fast-paced strategy experience, the game brings players unparalleled access to the Star Trek universe, along with an epic narrative that unfolds as they travel to the furthest corners of the galaxy. Star Trek Fleet Command is set in the Kelvin timeline, and as writer Mike Johnson noted in an interview with ComicBook.com last November, it starts just before Star Trek Beyond. Our story will encompass the events of Beyond, and then we'll go beyond Beyond. In just a moment, I'll be taking you back in time to find out what happened this week in Star Trek history, but first, a word from me. Now, I'm not sure how many of you know it, but Daily Star Trek News is just me, Alison Pitt. I create this whole show myself every day. And yes, it's me you're talking to on Twitter and Instagram. Now, that's not to toot my own horn. I just really want to emphasize how grateful I am for the support of listeners like you. Now, as I said yesterday, thanks to my patrons, I've covered my operating costs this month. So all this month I'm working on instead growing the reach of the show. So please, if you're enjoying this show or getting something useful out of it, tell a friend or tell your followers on social media. Word of mouth is the absolute best way for a community like ours to grow. A good starting point is for you to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Daily Trek News. It's also one of the quickest ways for you to get in touch with me. Once again, that's at Daily Trek News on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, if you would also like to make a financial contribution to the show, you can do that too. Patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News is the address. That's Patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. And now a look back into Star Trek history. Today marks the third anniversary of the death of beloved Star Trek actor Anton Yelchin. Yelchin was known in Trek circles for his lovable portrayal of the young Enterprise helmsman Pavel Chekhov in the Kelvin timeline films Star Trek, Star Trek Into Darkness, and Star Trek Beyond. He was killed in a tragic accident in 2016, just before the premiere of Beyond. He was 27. Born in Leningrad in Russia, Yelchin and his parents emigrated to the United States in 1989 as refugees. 
Yelchin was a talented performer with 68 acting credits spanning back to 2000 when he had a small role on ER. After his death, his parents set up the Anton Yelchin Foundation. They also revealed for the first time that he had suffered from cystic fibrosis from an early age. Since 2017, the Anton Yelchin Foundation's mission is to empower and support young people engaged in creative arts who face career challenges due to debilitating disease or disability. Yelchin's life also inspired the documentary Love Antosha, which premiered at the Sundance Festival in January and will have a limited theatrical release later this year. If you would like to find out more about the Anton Yelchin Foundation, including how you can donate or how to apply for a grant, please visit antonyelchinfoundation.org. Tune in again next Wednesday for more Star Trek history. Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at dailystartreknews.com or find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Daily Trek News. I'm Alison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com. The Roddenberry Podcast Network.